0: Go and I gave it
1: ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages welcome to just another White guys podcast I'm Dustin Jones coming to you from beautiful Albany Oregon in my mom's beautifully appointed well-decorated crafted stylistically lovely home in Albany sitting at the table with my sister Heather Jones. Welcome back to the show, Eth. How are you doing?
0: Welcome back to Oregon.
1: Thank Hi. you. I appreciate it. i I like that they uh, I like they brought out the nice weather for my last day. Right. Well you missed last week when it was about like this all week long. Fortunately it was like this in Walla Walla where I was sitting outside in concerts enjoying that and not uh, sweating my balls off. You were gonna uh, say yeah, I was gonna say it. It's fine. I like that. I like how you're working that microphone. Got to keep it close to your mouth. Really close. Yeah. You don't. You don't need to put it in your mouth. Oh, just, just to the lip. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just rub it around a little it's bit. All just all yeah. over the face a oh, bit. Yeah. Like right. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that about you. The is that? Is that? It feels soft on my nose. It does have a nice soft cover on it. Doesn't have that grading microphone texture. Be careful! Don't injure the microphone. It was tilted a little to the left. So, how have you been? <laughs> tilted to the left. Have you have a lot of experience with the ones that are tilted to the left. I don't know what you're talking. You don't know what I'm talking about. You're not married, so I assume you're just a virgin. Oh, right. Of course. Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> Especially if anybody. Uh...
1: Hey, Buster, thanks for making a little noise during the show. We appreciate you joining the program, buddy. Make sure that he hey, it's good. He's it. eating. He doesn't yeah. usually eat that much when we travel, so it's good that he's uh, enjoying some food. It makes for extra rest stops along the way home. Well, he's pretty good about that. We, we're we pretty lucky with him. Which you, him oh, what yeah, we just make him hold it. Makes sense. We just, it's like that video. Have you ever seen that video? Uh where uh the lady's driving down the road and her dog's in the passenger seat and the dog starts flipping out jumping from the floor and and back and he's freaking out and like the the reason is because he has to go to the bathroom really bad and then all of a sudden he can't hold it and he just shits all over the front seat of the car (laughs) just the grossest liquidy just it was like they turned on the hershey waterfall out of his b-hole and it just like everywhere
0: folks don't stop listening it will get better from here i promise
1: Oh no, we just peaked. Oh, that was the that was the best it's gonna get the whole way through. Yes, you've rubbed you've rubbed the microphone on your face and now we've climaxed. That's that's the best we can do. That's all we can hope for. Hey, I mean, two minutes and fifty three seconds. That's a solid. That's a, that's a solid outing for me. I'm not gonna lie. I'm 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 getting old these days. Fortunately, one of these days is it's just gonna be dust. Just. It's you know, going <laughs> it's, like it's like oh, a, it's like a puff, like a puff of smoke. Okay. Yeah, she can just get out. She can get just get out one of those little dust, those little dust rooms, <laughs> <Done>. <laughs> swiffer it off. Have <laughs> one of those swiffers next to us. You can get Hayden. one of those old uh, dustbusters. Yeah, absolutely. You have a uh, next to you. You know, everyone has like a bureau next to them and their nightstand or whatever. You just open up where all the other accoutrements would be. Yeah. You just have a little swiffer in there. You just swiffer it <laughs> off, and you you're good to go. <laughs> Then we just move on to our lives, and then we can watch Jimmy Fallon. I would. I would. What you been up to? Gosh. Uh, Keep that microphone up in your mouth. Sorry. I'm not joking. You gotta Sometimes treat it, treat it like a wiener. Got it in there. It's important.
0: Not too far.
1: No, it's uh, you want to be right. Just you know. Uh, working. You can do like I do. Rest it on one of my mini chins. Oh, that's great. I got you. Yeah.
0: That's great. Um, what have I been doing? working
1: since we last spoke since your last appearance on the jog pod
0: i think probably the most exciting thing that's happened and uh the most interesting thing is um so i volunteered for hospice Mm -hmm. and i got to write a life history review for um a holocaust survivor wow which was really awesome
1: what uh what was that person's name
0: Actually, I'm not. I don't think I can use her name. Oh, okay. Um, because of HIPAA
1: regulations. Okay.
0: I'm sworn to secrecy by the laws of HIPAA.
1: Did you learn learn anything interesting? Are there any interesting facts that you could share?
0: I did. I mean, uh, you know, I didn't realize there was this huge presence in some of the um, POW camps that were sort like the. They were kind of organized. She was part of um, the Armia Krajowa which was the home army of, uh, in Poland uh, in Warsaw. And she she started out as a Girl Scout when she was really little and then sort of transitioned into this um, helping out around her home um, helping with injured soldiers and you know, whatever needed to be done around there. She was um uh, anyways, it was pretty cool and she when she was taken away from her family, she was grouped up with a whole bunch of these same women, and they all ended up in a um p o w camp together and there was this hierarchy, and there was you know there was the the group of women and then um there was actually a lady that was still a prisoner, but she was appointed as sort of to see over these prisoners and sort of be a liaison between the prisoners and the guards, which I didn't really know there was.
1: Much that seems like there. a weird position to be put in. Like right. you're, you're the, the go between, between the prisoners. And I thought like they wanted to just kill all those people.
0: Well, so the difference, so this was a POW camp and, um, not
1: just a, Oh, so it wasn't a concentration camp. Like it right. wasn't like where, Th- these these were just polish people they weren't the they weren't jewish people that or they may have been jewish right. but they were they weren't the what we think of like auschwitz and stuff like that it was right. more like just a prisoner of war camp right Prisoners okay. of
0: war more so than um you know she, i mean she wasn't jewish so um she wasn't you know she wasn't she didn't live in a ghetto and she was not um taken or captured because of being a jew she was it was at <clears throat> closer towards the end of the um the war and that at that point they were just sort of gathering everybody up and taking them away and um especially since they worked for you know Poland basically and uh but I'm on the search for this woman this this commander um because she was with my um my hospice patient, she was with her the whole time, from the time that they were um, taken in Warsaw to the time that they were liberated in Germany. Um, this woman was with her. And so I have a lot of um, a lot of space in, in, in her timeline as far as, like, the things that actually happened and the places that she actually went to because she couldn't, I mean, she was 91 years old by the time that I started talking to her. And so trying to um, come up with all of the information to fill in those holes. I feel like if I can find this woman, because apparently she wrote a book about her time um, in the POW camps. And because she was this sort of higher up, um, her name is Commandante Yaga. Uh, That's what they called her. And so.
1: Why is mom calling? don't know did she trying to call you me you know
0: that if, she, if i don't answer she's gonna
1: call well me. well we can pause for a second go ahead i'll just edit it out hello
0: you the rice paper oh we're making summer rolls we're on a podcast right now so you're on the podcast um i'm at the house yeah Yes, I will look in the pantry to see if we have any rice paper.
1: Just, like, start with her name
0: is... Okay. Uh, so her name is Commandante Yaga. And I have, like, her actual name written out somewhere in one of my journals, but uh, I don't have that with me. Um, But she, like I said, she was this sort of higher up. And my hospice patient said that she had her own office and everything. And so I just have a lot of questions. But, um, you know, I... Uh, Didn't get to, I got to finish the paper. I got to finish uh, her life history. We decided to cut it off because um, luckily we live in a state where um, the Death with Dignity Act is in effect. And she had the option to um, end her suffering on her own terms. And so we wrapped up what we had. Um, The information that I had spent about six to eight months um, compiling and writing—it was basically like writing a big um, history paper. I felt like I was back in college, <laughs> and it was fascinating. Uh, some of the stories that she told about um, the time before she was captured, and then also just the time in the concentration
1: camps as well. You—you you mentioned the the death with dignity, mm-hmm. and you've—how long have you been doing the hospice stuff?
0: I've been part of the hospice um, community, I guess, uh, for about two years, and I've had three patients.
1: Do you, do you know, do more patients choose to end their suffering on their own, or do more of them tend to just let nature take its course?
0: You know, I I think a lot more of them just, you know, go until they die on their own, Um and I don't know if that's because people are afraid of it, and they don't they don't want to face death. Because I know in our culture today, it's not really you know we want to stay alive as long as we possibly
1: can and hold on. Well, to you never life. know when that cure is coming to get you fixed right up. Right, exactly. So, just just like you never know when you're gonna hit the power ball, you just you just gotta keep playing and hope that it comes through for you. Yeah, exactly.
0: So, um, but I been fascinated with this idea of being able to go on your own terms since i was a kid i mean when i was in high school i did speeches in class for uh with uh, about um jack kevorkian and you know doctor death and doctor assisted suicide and all this stuff because i i felt like it was
1: important yeah and i want to go back to that commandante lady here in just a second but this 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 brought up uh, an interesting. T- Nikki and I have had this conversation. you know when when you're married, these are conversations that you start to have. Yes. and and the reason that it came about is I had gotten sick, um, had another infection in my leg, mm-hmm. and so we had to go to the emergency room. Mm-hmm. And while we were in there, there was another patient in the emergency room, uh, a lady who sounded like either she had maybe some sort of dementia or something like that. But she just was screaming and, like, saying, oh, just please kill me and, like, all this sort of stuff. And it just, sure. like, it's one of those things that really freaks you out and, 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 and makes you think about, you know, what would I want to do in, in that situation? And she also had a co-worker who recently lost her husband, but he had been sick for, like, five or six or seven years wow. and just basically wasted away to nothing with right. no... With no quality of life. Right. And I just I don't want that. Right. Like, don't leave me in a bed to just deteriorate slowly. Right. Like if if I, if I have if I no longer have any quality of life and there's no hope for a meaningful recovery. Mm-hmm. Take me to a house near a beach and let me see a sunset and yeah. push the plunger. Yeah. And we'll call it a day. Yeah. And that's a tough thing to think about because sure. I don't want to think about dying, but it's inevitability. The moment we, the moment we born, we're born, we start to die. Like, it's just the way it is. Well,
0: and, um, I think, you know, it's hard to think about dying and, you know, what happens after we die. And, you know, I think I was always afraid of death. Um, I think it had to do with like, you know, uh, is it going to be painful? You know, what's it going to be like? Blah, blah, blah. Um, but, It is a part of life. That's what happens. And we can't ignore it. And I would feel awful watching somebody waste away. And that was the stark contrast between my uh, most current um, hospice patient and my first hospice patient who started off. I would visit her in her home She still lived by herself, but she was visited about five times a day by her daughter to help with meals, and she um, couldn't, she had a hard time swallowing, and so sometimes she would choke on her food, and so there needed to be somebody there, and so I spent Sunday um, afternoons with her, basically, I'd get there at 11, stay until two-ish, you know, stay for a few hours and just spend time with her and talk to her, and she always talked about the same things because she had Alzheimer's. Um, but she had a terminal illness, but she was still able to function. Um, but then she got sick, went into the hospital and basically had a failure to thrive is basically what happened. Um, and she, so they transitioned her into sort of what they were thinking was going to be a transitional thing going into the nursing home for recovery and she never came out. Um, but the saddest part. Was watching her in this bed being in pain and agony and you knew that there was no recovery. You knew that the only thing left for this woman was death and why are we letting her, why are we torturing her? Why does she have to be locked up in this bed, not be able to move around? Um, I mean she could if someone could be with her 24 hours a day, sure, she could get up in her wheelchair and be wheeled around but... Nobody has the time for that, you know? And so she just wasted and it. And no one can afford to pay someone to do that. Right, exactly. Which is because, unfortunate.
1: Because, you, you know, heaven forbid we treat our elderly people with any sort of respect and right. love and, and things and like personally, that.
0: personally, I think the best respect we can give them is to, when we know that this is it for them, how many of us would be like, no, no, please, let me, you know, let me suffer until I actually die. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that, but, you know, it's
1: yeah, nobody, thing. Yeah, nobody,
0: nobody... Could uh, you kill my mom for me, please? She seems like she's in pain.
1: They'll be like, no. Nobody wants death by a thousand paper cuts, which is no. essentially what happens. Right. So going back to, to the <laughs> commandante lady that you spoke of, sure. do, do you know, is she still alive? I
0: don't believe so. I think she... Because I think she was quite a bit older than my hospice patient was. Um because she was pretty young. She was maybe between 14 and 16 when she was captured. Um, and this woman was already a commandant in um, the army of Krayova. And so um, she was already sort of a leader. So I'm pretty sure she was a little bit older than her.
1: Okay. So basically what you're on the search for is like the book or, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And um, supposedly it's just titled Commandanta Yaga. Um, But I have yet to find it. I have yet to find. I found mention of her um, in different, um, you know, forums and different uh, things that in my research that I've gone through in the last months. But I haven't found anything written by her. But also, I don't speak Polish. I don't read Polish. So, you know, if I go over something that's written in Polish, I'm not going to know what that is. So.
1: Isn't there, like, a way to, like, have that translated on Google or something? Can't you, like, translate the page? Some of it. I,
0: I don't know if I can translate the whole page. Maybe. I'm not, like I said, I'm not great at it. But hmm. um, I have tried to be in contact with a couple of, like, Polish organizations. Right. Um, or, like, you know, POW survivors, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but never really got anything back from them. So I need to find some more people to get in contact
1: with so interesting and then on on the flip side you also have a job working uh at a veterinary hospital so sure you you uh, like to take care of people and animals
0: I, you know but i'm a receptionist at the at the vet hospital which is taking care of the
1: humans i suppose so i suppose
0: do, but i do i do like to see good things happen to the
1: animals do you have any cool like stories from since you started working there of like the, something something Let's hear, let's hear cool animal stories. Uh, cool or like crazy as shit? Well, crazy as shit works, you know? Uh-huh. We're here for entertainment. Okay, so the
0: worst thing I ever saw, the worst, and, and I'll, I'll say this it's an emergency hospital. We're open 24 hours a day. We're one of the only emergency hospitals um, in the area that's close by. We get a lot of clients from over on the coast. From, like, the Waldport to Newport area uh, because there's nothing over there. So they come to us. Um, But
1: And is it any kind of animal, like, from? It's small
0: animals. Okay.
1: So So you're talking, like, dogs, dogs cats, and snakes?
0: Uh, Every now and then we do see a snake. But you're not
1: talking, like, you're not getting a horse or something like that coming through?
0: No. Uh, We do get a lot of questions. As a matter of fact, someone called in the other day, and I, you know, hear the other receptionist pick up the phone, and she's, got this sort of weird look on her face, like, I don't know what this guy's saying. And all of a sudden she goes, uh, no, we don't take inquiries about buying a goat. Do you need to buy a goat or do you have a goat to sell? I was like, oh, that's going down in my things you hear in a reception or in a, in a vet hospital book.
1: At least uh, it's not a, hey, is it safe to have sex with my horse? Oh, God. Who knows? You never there's, know. We get a lot of weird questions. Thankfully, there's the internet to have those thoughtful questions answered. Thank God. Uh, anyway, craziest anyway. thing you, you've the seen so far. The craziest
0: thing I ever saw was a guy that literally drug his dog behind his vehicle.
1: What a fucking asshole. Yeah, so On purpose?
0: No, 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 no. Of course not. Uh, well, well, you never know. True, true. Good point. This guy was probably 70 years old. Big, huge beard, total stoner, uh, hippie guy, big, huge, long, white beard, <clears throat> comes in. This dog is, like, skinned on the side and on the legs. I mean, hor- horrible. Like, I'm not going to explain it. It was awful. Um, it, I mean, yeah, it was. it was horrible. And this guy comes in, and the minute he walks through the hospital, the whole place smells like weed. So I don't know if he was like out in the boonies and checking on plants or doing something he wasn't supposed to be doing, but he went down, it was, it was like he was out doing something and he must've had the dog tied to the back of his bumper and then got back in and forgot about him. And it took about a mile for someone to flag him down and tell him
1: he drug his dog from now. Okay. What happened to the dog?
0: Well, so, in a situation like that, like, luckily the dog was in so much shock, he didn't really seem like he was in a whole lot of pain. I'm sure he was, but there was a lot of shock going on. Instantly get the dog in, get him onto some good drugs to take away some of that pain. Um, The problem was that this person didn't have any money. And that's a big problem in our field because we don't have – it's not like human medicine where – You come in and get your shit taken care of, you can pay us later. Most of the time people don't, and uh, then makes it very difficult to run a business. Um, This dog probably could have survived with a lot of surgeries to fix what had been done. Um, A lot of recovery, we're talking probably a year or more of recovery, bandage changes and you know, um, just all kinds of recheck appointments and, and stuff like that. And there was just no way for these people. So I had to explain that to them. That's the hardest part of my job is explaining to someone that, yeah, we probably could do something to save your dog, but it's going to cost thousands and thousands of dollars and you don't have that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I mean, they, that was one of the first things that they said and his girlfriend comes in like a half an hour later and like, What's going on with my dog? What's going on with my dog? And he's beside himself, hysterical. And this was his dog, a 13-year-old dog. Had the dog since he was a puppy. And, I mean, he was just, like, di- totally distraught. Because, I mean, it wasn't a malicious act. He didn't do it on purpose. He literally must have just forgot. And then just went on down the road. Um, so I had to explain to him that... You know, he had a couple of options. He could apply for this thing called care credit, which you can pay, you can use, and um, then you pay them back, basically, um, which they could do. Or we euthanize your pet humanely because, really, it would be more torture for a 13-year-old dog to go through the last years of his life again you know in pain and dealing with all of that then it would be to humanely euthanize it at that point which is what we ended up doing so
1: Jesus Christ
0: yeah but again that's one of the craziest things i've ever seen we see dogs that come in all the time that have you know eaten rocks or how would a dog eat a rock
1: i don't know
0: i haven't quite figured that one out yet but
1: see my it's weird for me cuz you know I have not spent a ton of time around dogs. Yeah. We were not a dog family Never because I was dog, scared dog. of dogs. Yeah. And it took me a while to get used to being around dogs. And really, the only way that happened is meeting Nikki and going and staying up with her mom and dad, who had three dogs. Yeah. And just kind of being around them and realizing, you know, not all dogs are bad and uh-huh. that sort of stuff. And But I was nervous around them for a while Mm -hmm. and then i think the difference was is i had buster as a little puppy and so we had that relationship built Mm -hmm. and so that i wasn't and plus he's just a little guy Mm -hmm.
0: like i have got to um help with c-sections oh really yeah so like helping to birth little doggies oh cute this dog had 14 puppies i think two of them didn't make it um but i had to like they they basically we stand there with a towel over our hands and we wait for the doctor to like bloop pop them out and then he hands them over to us and they're like little water weenies cuz they're still in their sacks and you have to run them over to the table and you have to rip open the sack and you have to tie off their little umbilical cords and then cut them off and you have to start rubbing them really hard and really fast and like really like shake i they kept telling me to shake them harder. I'm like, ah, shake baby syndrome, you know? Like, right. I don't wanna, you don't want like, to, like,
1: usually just shake it and it, is... like, snaps or something. <laughs> You're like, I'm just trying to make it – I'm just trying to wake it up. <laughs> just breathe
0: already. Um, so that was fun. One time we had um, – I think it was, like, a bulldog or something. I was totally in love. Um, but yeah, this dog was born without its two front legs. <gasps> and I was like – they were like, "Well, we're gonna have to euthanize it, you know, 'cause there's no point." Blah blah blah, and I was like, "But I want to keep him!" And I like, it got to the point where I was like, seriously thinking about like a a chest sled I could make. Yeah, why
1: in, can't you like, get one of them things that has the two wheels on it?
0: Yeah, well, so right, exactly, which I was totally all about. And then and then they started reminding me of why I don't have a dog in the first place. they like. Remember the reasons you say you don't have a dog is because you can't afford it? They're like, remember, this is going to cost you a lot of money to take care of this dog. I was like, damn it,
1: you're right. But then when they... um, Why do you have to come back at me with logic? I know. Damn you and you're thinking, just give me the dog and the two wheels. (laughs)
0: That's all I I need. I was all, like, ready to, like, you guys. You Give know? me a
1: stick and two Tonka tires, and we'll just make the best of it. <laughs>
0: I'll make it work. I was going to make it work, but then um they told me they were going to euthanize him, so I went back there, and I cuddled him for a little while, and then I put him in the box, and they did the deed, and he went to sleep, and I was sad.
1: Seriously, we got to find something more fun to talk yeah. about because we talking <laughs> about two dogs we put oh to sleep, gosh. two dogs we put to sleep, and a lady that lived in a POW camp in fucking <laughs> Poland. We got to, f- hey, at least we start out by talking about wieners, you know. So there's always that. It's true. So you know, we got something for everybody. So you have other exciting news. You're gonna be moving back into Albany after yeah, being yeah, out I'm in so Corvallis. Excited. Yeah,
0: it's bittersweet. It's totally bittersweet because, uh, you know, I consider my the people i live with basically now they're like my second family or third i've had a lot of little things you have a lot of families i do i really do um but they have been amazing people and i it was that was probably one of the hardest things i've had to do is like figure out how i was
1: going to tell them were you sober when you made your decision because i can tell you don't ever make a judgment about where you're going to live while being under the influence of any sort of alcohol or anything because you can tend to make some dumb choices
0: Uh, and i have done that uh this was a choice made over a couple of weeks um it sort of started as a joke and then it got real serious and i actually started thinking about it and then i asked a friend of mine if she wanted to move in and be my roommate with her 10 year old son who i love uh, and yeah, we're just, we're going to do it. I'm nervous, but I'm excited because Aunt Bonnie's moved back to town. Mom's here, you know, Andrew's here a lot more. I just, I'm, uh, I'm ready to, you know, a lot of my friends live here in town. Corvallis is not that far. It's really only a half an hour door to door from mom's to mine, but still when you're here and you're here late and then it's like, uh oh, um, blah, blah, blah. It'll be nice to live in town.
1: Where in town is the house? Downtown. Ooh, nice. Historical history. So I've been reading, I, you know, I was kind of looking around and look for stuff to do while we were here, and it seems like downtown is kind of revitalized. It
0: really is, and it's kind of exciting. I mean, it's still Albany, but um, a lot of the old buildings are being revitalized and renovated and new Little businesses are cropping up everywhere, and it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's kind of becoming like there's a few places downtown I could not afford to go to. But.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was reading stuff about like these upscale restaurants. I'm like, upscale restaurants in, in downtown Albany? Albany? What yeah. the hell are you talking yeah. about? It's mostly on
2: First Street. <laughs> Last,
1: you used <laughs> to only go down to downtown Albany if you wanted like Pizza King or Cidici's, or to right. go to the bank. Yeah. yeah. Or go yeah. see Uncle yeah. Jack at his uh, uh, at his grain uh, place. place. Mm-hmm. And now it's just well,
0: all changing. Well, they've been working on the carousel for a really long
1: time. Oh, okay.
0: Um, I think they're getting close. I want to say 2016 was the year that or is the year that they're going to be done with it and open it. But um, they've been working with local artists um, for years, uh, at least six, seven years, eight years,
1: maybe ten. I don't know. How scary is it? How dry it is out here right now. Extremely scary. It is freaking it's me extreme. out. It's like scary. I have to drive clear across the state tomorrow. Yeah. And I have to decide which way I'm gonna go based on which road doesn't have a fire next to it. That's true.
0: I don't. Did you hear about the one that was up, um, up near Mill City and Yes. Up on uh, Ke-
1: uh, Kenny Creek or Kenny uh, Curry something Creek. Niagara. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. I knew about Niagara that one. Fire. But there's a there's another one now. Right now? Yes. Aww. And it is let's see. I just I have to go that. to my kindergarten teacher's Facebook page that would from be back in the day.
0: Judy Hugenberger. Shout out to the Judy Hugenberger. I never got to have her as a kindergarten
1: teacher. Well that's because your life was not meant to be as amazing as mine. It's true. I'm just looking where is it? Where is it? Uh Kinney Creek. The Kenny Creek Arm at Detroit. Oh jeez. So. Well, I should be.
0: Have you seen the pictures of what Detroit Lake looks like this year?
1: Well, yeah, because I'm looking at one right now. That's what Detroit Lake looks like right now. That is what it looks like. But you know what? That's got to be. That's the island. Holy shit. Yeah.
0: It's bad. It's so bad.
1: That means that, That means none of the marinas are running.
0: I think they are. How Uh, they are just everything's down lower, like way, way low, Um, because I know I've seen pictures of the docks that are just way the hell down there. So I don't know. I don't know exactly.
1: Yeah. But how are people like skiing and stuff?
0: They are. They're doing it. It's crazy. low, but they're out there with their boats. I've seen people with pictures of it this year. It's crazy. It's
1: weird because we've gotten a ton of rain in Oklahoma this Mm -hmm. summer and they've gotten they've a ton of done. they've gotten a ton of rain in Texas. They've had more rain. They had more rain from the first of the year through like March mm-hmm. than Seattle had gotten all last year. That's insane. In Austin, Texas. That's insane. It's absolutely insane. Yeah.
0: Uh I am I'm shocked at the amount of rain that we've had this year which is like none and i uh yeah, it's
1: very scary it's very scary i don't want to drive home Well, then, don't. it's no, so it's far right here. It's, it's oklahoma too. it's right? really far away
0: not not even the fact that it's far away but it's oklahoma
1: come on now you had some fun times in oklahoma uh, cricket 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 <laughs> Hey, I'm there, so that's fun. Sure,
0: and the uh, art museum was pretty amazing. Yeah. That was about it.
1: Did you, get, you guys went to the Philbrook, right?
0: We did, and it was super awesome.
1: Speaking of awesome things that you did, you guys went wine tasting yesterday. How much fun was that?
0: You know, uh, so it was fabulous, um, except that you can't get to very many of them. There's so many of them. And you're there and you're chatting and you're drinking wine and then you move on to the next place and all of a sudden it's 5 o'clock in the afternoon and you're like, oh, well, I guess we're done with wine tasting now. <laughs> um, but Oregon has some of the most amazing wineries. Um, beautiful area, the Pacific Northwest and the Willamette Valley. Um and I think we hit up five wineries yesterday.
1: I'm looking at this table, and it looks like you bought half of the winery home with you. Yeah, well, you know, it was delicious. How but, scary am I going to be when I look at my credit card statement for what my wife did yesterday? She did pretty good. Did I, she? I bought her a bottle of wine. Aww. So one of those bottles, I bought. Aww. Yeah, I see there's a bottle sitting behind you that is a present for my mom that she oh. about freaked out about.
0: Well, did you try that one? I did try this. Is one.
1: Is it is it as good as it as everybody seems to think? Yeah.
0: I am not a red no. wine girl. My mission yesterday was to find what I'm calling my holy grail of Pinot Noir. Oregon is a Pinot Noir state. Like that's the the best uh, wine that comes out of Oregon is Pinot Noir for the most part. Um, but I like red, I like white wine. And so, Pinot, maybe Pinot Blanc, Pinot Grigio, I guess. Pinot, grige. Pinot Grigio. The white wine is pretty good. Um, but I am on a mission to find a Pinot Noir that I really like, but it's hard because it's drier, uh, than I like my wine. So my wine purchase is, I think I bought two bottles, um, were Riesling's.
1: That seems to be, like, Nikki's go-to as a nice Riesling.
0: Yeah. Well, it's nice. It's And if you get – it depends on where you get it from. But sometimes they're a little bit drier. Sometimes they're a little bit sweeter. But um, I like mine right in the middle.
1: What I didn't realize is that how many wineries there were out in Walla Walla, like, over in that area. Like, yeah. I didn't realize how many different places there were that were doing wine out here. Yeah. And it's just crazy. You drive up through that uh, – that central valley area out there and you look up on the hill and it used to just be hills and yep. whatever and now there's vineyards and there's Everywhere. huge greens the other Everywhere. thing the other thing that trips me out driving through the gorge is all of the wind turbines up on top of those yes. hills that freaks me out, freaks you out? yeah because it's just like i just want to see the skyline you know <laughs> yeah i don't want to see giant huge wind turbines but you know, yeah i don't continue. know Yeah, but see, I work for oil and gas company now, so I'm oh, not. Now see? I work. Now I work for the devil. Ah. Now this is where we're gonna hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how did you get over here? In my car. Yeah, and did, what 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 goes in your car? If I could afford
0: something that didn't take gas, I would buy
1: it. Newsflash: <laughs> They all take gas. Unless you have a hundred thousand dollars to buy an all-electric Tesla. And I don't. There you go.
0: But if I did, I would have one. Yeah. I... Besides, hey, I'm going to be in Albany. can ride my bike more.
1: That's true. To, to where? I don't know. Around. <laughs> it's not that close from here to downtown, to mom's house. It's not that far. Mm-hmm. It's not that far. I don't know if you know this, Seth, but we're not in the greatest physical shape. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. We're, we're not uh, Tour de France specimens. <laughs> we're 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 tour of italy specialists <laughs> <laughs> and not the bike race so uh olive garden if you'd like to sp- sponsor this podcast i'm happy yeah. to you know let we're you guys come on board the tours of italy. speaking of now i know how much you love olive garden i do it's kind of a guilty pleasure now have you seen the new thing that they're doing at lunchtime they're done. doing they're doing sandwiches on the breadsticks so they make a bigger version of the all you can eat breadsticks and slice them in half and then make sandwiches? I can hear myself getting fatter and I mm, thought eat it. So good. <laughs> the last time we ate at Olive Garden was a really we had a bad experience. Like the waiter was just terrible and the food wasn't good and it's like yeah. I left I left a one penny tip. That's how pissed off I was about the whole thing. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. I wasn't real happy with I didn't,
1: the, I didn't want him to think that I forgot. Yeah. I wanted him to know for a fact right. that I was that I knew what I was doing, and I tipped yeah. one penny, yeah. which is hard for me because I worked because you know we both did the service industry thing, so we know how important it is to make sure that you tip people and stuff like that, yep. especially for really good service. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that guy pissed me off.
0: <laughs> you big jerk. But the wine, I don't know. Uh, I, we went to Namaste Vineyards. Namaste. Namaste.
1: Uh, where I wouldn't have went there just because that's a douchey name.
0: You would think it was a douchey name. Uh, I thought it was
1: beautiful. Um, so where did am Trying
0: to look on this. <laughs> Mister, I was doing yoga for a long time or for like 3 days.
1: Hey, I did yoga for like 3 weeks. Well,
0: that's pretty good. Um, I, I still think But aeros- the yoga
1: I do already is already sponsors other podcasts, so F them. <laughs> that the DD- no don't oh, give them a plug
0: just kidding don't give them a
1: plug, not plug in no yet. free plugs on my highly acclaimed worldwide no. phenomenon jog pod podcast i enjoy it Mostly i'm glad because i like to
0: talk it
1: works out for me you like to talk i haven't noticed i do
0: sometimes this is not even the right one I'm glad one. that
1: you spent all that time trying to figure out what you were doing with wineries and then it wasn't the right page.
0: I think I just said wineyards. Wineyards? It's probably gonna come out, but who
1: knows. Who um, cares?
0: So we went to Firesteed, which was pretty good. I enjoyed their wine. I bought a bottle of their Riesling.
1: So now stay and can can I ask you to do something for me? What? Can you put that back can <laughs> you put that bottle of wine back on the hudge and quit playing with that? I know how much that cost. I just see you just joking, messing around, and it just goes. Yeah, that would be bad, because I can't afford that. To... Bonnie almost just spilled the beans. Yeah, what is she doing? Nikki's trying to be all coy about it. and She
0: had the lady, like, wrap it up before my mom could see it. And then we're driving around. We had just gone to see the Brigantine monks, which we didn't get to see. The monks weren't even out there.
1: I'd rather see the brigantine monkeys. Hey hey, we're the monkeys. <laughs> People say a monkey around I'm losing my mind a little bit. It's true. It's been a long it's been, a long it's been a long week.
0: You're going to hell. Just saying. Going to hell? Yeah. I, I thought I was gonna set on fire going in that place. If there was a sign out front. It said please observe silence. <laughs> that is really that might that's
1: me. like hell.
0: I can't. I How am I he, supposed
1: to do my podcast if I have to be silent? Right.
0: And so when I rang the doorbell, I wasn't saying. Then there was this lady. She opens up. She's like, hey, guys, come on in. I was like, she's
1: talking. So you're supposed to observe silence, but the lady that d- opens the door talks to you right away.
0: Yeah. And then we go into the little
1: gift This makes no sense.
0: Telling me stuff. There was a door, and it said, I hate when I start a story and I can't remember my words.
1: You're terrible at this. True. Anyway, there some, were monks. It
0: was some sort of enclosure and it said something about
1: The Monk E enclosure?
0: <laughs> something like that. And I was like, What's that mean? And she goes, Oh. That is only for the monks. She goes, Even I haven't been behind that
1: door. Ooh. It was crazy. Ooh. There was a That's where that's where their bar is. That's where they get down Are and freaky they, they take their little Syrac thing off or I don't know what is a robe. A robe. Yeah, let's not get too fancy about that. They're very fancy. I don't know. I'm just (laughs) making up words. It doesn't matter.
0: I think that's like a wine. A sriracha? It was pretty They take off their Sriracha mayo (laughs) robe.
1: Speaking of food. I'm just sitting here next to these nectarines that are on this table. They They smell smell so good. You should eat one. I just wanna put it in I just wanna put it in my mouth. And tell
0: people how
1: delicious they are. It's a nectarine. Of course, it's delicious. And it's from it would home. be rude to eat a nectarine while I was talking. Oh. Okay. Plus, the juice will get all over my hands, and I'm going to get the and microphone then, like, all the micro- sticky. No, I hate it when you get the microphone sticky with juices. <laughs> Sick. Anyway, anyway. I'm such a lady. So we did. We I think we did good for mom for her birthday. As we're recording this, Mom's birthday is actually tomorrow. It's true.
0: So happy birthday tomorrow, Mom. This is another part of your present. Your children not jogging, killing each yeah. other.
1: Look it. It's what you've always wanted. Your children are jogging
2: <laughs>
0: together. Look it. it. Look, Look it. Together. We found
1: a way to jog without actually doing any exercise. High five. So smart. So Mom had said that she had wanted Pioneer Woman cookbooks. Yes. And so, while I was in the midst of buying this, uh podcasting equipment online <laughs> it's like i'm already using my amazon line of credit i might as well put some more stuff on there yeah so i rocked out got mom these three cookbooks that yeah. she's wanted which you'll be the beneficiary of because i'm sure she'll make some delicious things out of there which That's i won't awesome. get to enjoy
0: i will let you know
1: though i thank you amazing i appreciate is. you being willing to taste us You're welcome. but that book is where i got uh, my biscuits and recipe biscuits and gravy recipe we also it's make the business. sour cream pancakes uh-huh. that are in there, which sounds weird, but they are friggin' delicious. You know what
0: sounds weird? What is sour milk pancakes? Sour which is milk? what Grandma used to make all the time. I think it was her version of sour cream pancakes, but she never had sour cream, but she always had rotten milk, and that worked out. Apparently. What the? F- grandma, she used to do it all the time. I think you know, like buttermilk pancakes. Or like like sour cream pancakes, that whole sour thing. But she was using sour milk, and it was like curdled milk, not just. Sa- it was so gross. Uh. so gross. She's like, it's fine, and it'll taste delicious. I'm uh. pretty sure I ate them once
1: or twice. Uh. <laughs> Speaking of weird things that I've eaten, yes. I had a blood sausage a couple w- months ago. How was that? It was fucking delicious. Really? Yes. I'm surprised. And it was because we went to this restaurant in Minneapolis. Mm. That is called I miss that is I called the, I
0: miss that town. I miss that town.
1: the butcher and the boar or butcher and the boar I've heard or butcher the, boar, I've heard or the butcher and boar anyway it, it may have been the greatest meal I've ever had in my entire life awesome. <sighs> but I ha- we ordered a blood sausage I was, was really I was good. thinking back to you should have seen the brontosaurus beef rib that hey you know all Sorry. that noise just goes right Sorry. into the microphone you a-hole this Chocolate. brontosaurus beef rib that they brought out for nikki wow. was ginormous and i had i had spare ribs mm. and our buddy hansen shout out to Hanson. Hey hansen code word for today Hanson. is pinot noir so when you listen to this episode, you have to text me that so I know that you're still listening. <laughs> this is the this is the only running bit that I do is the Hanson code word. The Hanson code he's word. he's gotten the other one. He got the, the one the last time I did it, which you probably didn't hear that episode, did you? No, because you don't listen to my podcast. I do too. It's Hi. an hour. It's an hour long. I it's listen, so long. I listen. I don't have that much time.
0: I listen to moms and Nikki's.
1: Yeah. I I did you listen to yours? I did. Yeah, were you super excited? I was like, yeah, I'm on the radio. Yay. Look at me come out of the computer box. Woohoo!
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've been on two other podcasts. Oh, Shout out to my friend's podcast.
1: Uh, no, we don't plug other podcasts on the show. Uh, you can do it. Go it's ahead.
0: So good. It's called A Cold One with the Cold One. And it's my friend, AC Anthony Cardi. He's pretty awesome. And he goes around to different bars in San Francisco area, or wherever he is, and sits around and has some beer. And-
1: did you go to yeah. San Francisco?
0: I did indeed go to San Francisco.
1: When did you February. go to San Francisco? You went to San Francisco in February.
0: in February? I did. It was sort of a random, let's do this.
1: He got married. Oh, okay. Um, and Congratulations, I- AC. That's right. And his wife, the Ice Queen. The Ice Queen?
0: Yes. She's pretty awesome. You know, because he's the cold one. Yeah, yeah, I get She's it. Ice Queen. I get it. Uh, and so if you
1: are wondering, yes, I'm being judgmental in my head.
0: <laughs> so, uh went down there. Um, it actually, it was crazy how it worked out. Cut um, my tax returns. Woo! And Boom! And I was like, I'm going to San Francisco. Uh, and a friend of mine that I worked with uh, was actually... Going down at the same time, and we begged to get the time off together. And we rented a car and we drove down. And I dropped her off um, with her family, and I continued on down to San Francisco and got to go to their wedding. And it was amazing. It was up on top of this freaking hill, and you could overlook the whole Bay Area. It was gorgeous.
1: I'm sure that was cheap.
0: It was free.
1: Free to get married up on this hill?
0: Yeah, we were. I don't even think we were supposed to actually be up there.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, so, but it's one of those we things. Because
0: anyway. I think you're supposed to pay to go up there.
1: <laughs> you think maybe a great view of the Bay Area that just let people get married <laughs> at for free?
0: Hey, it all worked out. It was
1: fabulous. Of course they paid.
0: I guess I shouldn't have said his name and then
1: told him. No, of course they <laughs> paid.
0: <laughs> I mean, they totally did. It was super expensive. It was really expensive.
1: They spent so, so much money.
0: Thanks, state of California.
1: <laughs> hey Anthony, if you get a bill in the mail, just know that it was my sister's fault. Just send it to her and she can pay it. That's with what her I do in life. with I her things up. <laughs> inappropriate. This is a family show.
0: It's our family. It's
1: we our mean. family show.
0: So, San Francisco was awesome.
1: And did you drive down I-5 or did you go like down the coast? or oh, we went down I-5. You didn't go the slow way? did not go the slow you way. You didn't go the way that Bonnie took us that it took us like five days to get to San Francisco? Hey, that was all part
0: of the adventure. I know. It was an awesome adventure. That was that was the first time i had been back to San Francisco since that time. I oh, yeah? yeah? Did
1: you go to Ghirardelli? Like in no, the Fisherman's because Wharf? I
0: was told Ghirardelli is just for the tourists. So we didn't go there. We drove by it. Mm,
1: but guess what? You are a tourist. That's okay.
0: We did go to Fisherman's Wharf and we went down to the... Pier.
1: Speaking of things that are for tourists, that's what the Fisherman's Wharf is.
0: <laughs> yeah, but they had... Oh, we went to the Dungeons.
1: Ooh. Um,
0: it's a... Sex, sex bar? Oh. No. It's a touristy thing that you go to and it's like right next to the Waxworks or whatever. And you go down, and they take you through these creepy rooms, and they talk about the seedier times of San Francisco back in the day, And like the plague and all these crazy Alcatraz, and it was really fun. Do you
1: rem- you went to Alcatraz with us, right? Yeah, that place was okay. cool. It was really cool. I went on the walking tour, but I got lost.
0: Oh, when was that with us? Yeah, I don't remember you getting lost.
1: Well, no, I didn't get like I we kind of just all kind of went our set because we had the Walkman things oh. or whatever. And I did something wrong, and I ended up in, the, like, in the wrong area <laughs> like, by myself. So, like, yeah, this is kind of creepy. Uh, how the hell do I get out of here? So, like, I'm trying to, like, rewind, but then and I can't find the right part, and so I'm, like, back and forth and back and forth. Yeah. I was an idiot. That's awesome. Winning. Can I just tell you how not excited I am to get back in the car tomorrow and drive home? I don't blame you. That's a long drive. It is really long. It's like 14 hours each day.
0: And it's two days.
1: I know. I did it once already.
0: And now you're going to do it
1: again. Why do I hate myself?
0: You don't. You love your family.
1: I do love my family.
0: You wanted to come out so that we could buy your presents for your birthday. Yeah. 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 Where is my present?
1: (laughs) I haven't seen it yet. It's in my heart. Oh, it's in your heart? Yeah. It's still in your bank account? (laughs) Well... So you it bought will be so, so you bought my wife a bottle of wine, but yes. you didn't buy me a birthday present.
0: Well, well
1: Yeah. Okay. That's fine.
0: I needed to get my tasting fee back. And you have to spend a certain amount. And she was buying like three bottles and I was like, let me buy that bottle of wine for you And then I
1: bought another oh. bottle. Oh. So you didn't it. do something you didn't do something out of the goodness of your heart for her, you did it so you could try to get some of your cash back. Now I see. We were helping each other. Oh. That's true. Oh. That worked. A tasting fee? Yeah. What kind of shit is that? They charge we're you money a little, for a tasting? Yeah,
0: like a lot of little places like you go to the little vineyards, they'll ta- little, they'll give you the tastes for free. But every place that we went yesterday. Apparently
1: these people do not know how drug deals work. No. You give them the taste, you give them a taste for free cuz yeah. they the money's on the comeback, yo.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah, you give them a little
0: well, so that's why they, when they charge you $10 for a tasting fee, if you buy like $30 of wine, you get that $10 that goes towards that. So
2: so
1: you get like, so you pay them $10, but if you buy two $15 bottles of wine, you're only paying 20 bucks. Paying 20 bucks. Yeah. So, No, you're still paying 30 bucks. You just got the wine tasting for free. It's, it's a fucking rip off. It still is. It's true. Jesus.
0: It's true. Uh but I had really good luck a couple weeks ago when I went down south um south of Eugene um, down to Elkton
1: and my dog's going to mess up the podcast.
0: We the mom and the wife.
1: We almost made it all the way through before they got here.
0: Hey Buster. Shut up. <laughs> so anyways, um I think I think my friend Jessica and I went to four wineries. And three of them didn't charge for the tasting, which was awesome. All right. Well, Well,
1: hey, this has been fun. Super fun. We're going to wrap it up because Buster's losing his shit. Thank you for all your help with uh, the party that they threw for us. Whatever you did. Uh, Moral support for mom, probably. Just, you know, staying out of the way.
0: I did make the meatballs. Meatballs. The The meatballs
1: were delicious. So that's awesome.
0: That
1: was your birthday present. Oh, hey. Now, after the fact. You can't say that after the fact that that's my birthday present. Well, now it is. Oh, that's awesome. You're All right. Well. We're going to wrap it up. Thanks for stopping by the Jog Pod once hey, again, you. sis. Appreciate Bye. it. Love I you. Love love you we're out of here. I'm right. Dustin Jones. Always protect the well,
2: five It's just me the world.